You realise, what I'm hoping is that Froggy gets so accustomed to that tune that um, eventually he just walks around with it humming around in his head all day, every day. So before we go to the great man Froggy Newitt, Mikey, um, our yay or nay today is, off the back of Matt Welsh's interview earlier, is the shift in the Cox Plate simply too large a move? Is there a risk of losing just as many fans as RV hoped to game with shifting of a major race like the Cox Plate? one three hundred six five two nine two seven. Desperate to hear from you, one three hundred six five two nine two seven, or SMS zero four one six ninety fifty fifty two. And before we go to uh, Froggy, Mikey, you got some correspondence? Yeah, we've got a few a few correspondence via the text machine. So here's one. Don't have a name to this one, but PVL he will drop a four million two thousand metre uh, wait for age race on Cox Plate. Day if they move, that's always a risk, and that Matt Welsh did touch on that. Yeah. Why has the Super Saturday meeting been split? They may have missed the boat. That was from Dino from Ballarat. Um, there will be a boycott by true racing fans if any major mace, uh, race is moved. That's also a major concern. Yeah, Maddie. yeah. Whether the people come along for the ride, interesting one. All right, here's a nice one for you. Matt Stewart is speaking more sense than ever before. Did you just make that up? That is, nice. uh, that is real. I wonder if Froggy just Should sent that through. Did you just send that one through, Froggy? Nah, it wasn't me, mate. Righto, fair enough. I didn't think so either. Is that tune getting into your head now, that on the road again tune? Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> I rode a horse the other day called uh, Country Road, so I was singing that for a fair way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hey, uh, we'll talk about your Kilmore rides in a minute. Uh, you haven't won in your last 12 rides ever since we started getting you on, so we've just mozzed you. Hey, um, that Cox Plate discussion, um, obviously Matt Welsh from Race of Victoria was on this morning talking about it, and it's probably been discussed in the jockey's room. Uh, have you um, got any thoughts on whether the Cox Plate is movable or not? Oh, I, I don't see what they need to, to be honest, but um, I mean, bigger, um, bigger people will hire up the chain than me will make that decision, but I, I just don't see if they move it back. Um, it just doesn't allow these horses to have a big enough break in between autumn and spring. No, I, I think, think that's problematic, yeah, for sure. All right, well, we'll see what plays out there. Was your best result... Did you ride <clears throat> Pompey Ruler the day he shot clear and, and the, the valley straight then turned into a 700-metre straight and he got run down? He, he looked he looked home for the, all the money. Were you on him that day, Pompey Ruler? Yeah, I was on him. He, um, he, he had an ice run outside the leader and... Just the, uh, the stable mate, if anything, probably got me going a bit early. Jimmy Cassidy on Red Dazzle, I got rolling down the side, so I had to come out and go. And the big red horse sort of put paid to him a fair way out. And yeah, it was only El Segundo on Fields of Omar, grabbed him right in the line. Yeah, yeah, it must have seemed like an eternity that short straight that day. It did. Ben Yole uh, is someone who I've been fascinated with, Froggy, because he's just the numbers man down there. I don't even know how it works. I think he had 60 runners on a card recently, but there was a terrible incident after the Hobart trots at about 2 o'clock in the morning when there was a terrible accident and some horses were lost and some staff members were um, hospitalised and they have ongoing uh, injuries and costs and so on. And I didn't realise this until I heard you on the TV the other day. Ben Yole's a, a mate of yours, and you've you've really reached out to help. 
yeah, look, I, um, obviously it's pretty close to home, a, a tragic car accident like that. Obviously my old man was killed in one, so, yep. yeah, it sort of struck a nerve with me, but, yeah, Benny, Benny's a good mate of mine, and if you ever get the chance to go down and just watch one of those race meetings and, and watch his organisation be set up, it's unbelievable. I, um, I went there one night and I think he had, he probably had 70-odd runners into the night, Every horse was geared up before the first. All they had to do was basically attach the sulkies and throw the drivers in it. Um, yeah, it's like clockwork. It's uh, a well-oiled machine. He's uh, he's, he's organisation, and um, yeah, he uh, he gets all the rewards he deserves. So, what's required for these staff members that have um, been uh, sidetracked by this terrible accident? What's what's the stable need? Do you think? the insurance will, will cover a, a bit of it, but um, I mean the, 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 the main injury um, the, the main thing that's injured is Brondie Miller and um, she, she's a young junior driver who, who's going really well at the, at the moment um, but she's pretty busted up. Um, I'm not sure the, the full extent of her injuries, but um, she's got quite a few broken bones uh, hips and things like that but her main concern is She's lost all vision in one of her eyes. Right. Um, so, obviously, it's going to take a hell of a long process to um, to, to overcome. But um, And I wasn't aware until just recently that apparently trotting drivers uh, are able to continue to drive um, even with impaired vision. So right. <laughs> There's a surprise. Um, apparently, um, Danielle Hill in South Australia, apparently she's got impaired vision. She's one of the leading drivers. So... I think um, I think they're uh, they're going to get Danielle to go down and sort of mentor her a little bit and sort of help her through it. But it's just going to be a hell of a lot of um, yeah. rehabilitation and and obviously equipment if she if she's going to need it. Um, and she's only she's the main one. I mean the the other four that were in the car, Ronnie's little brother, he, he's only fourteen. He he actually got through it pretty well. He's just pretty shaken up by the ordeal. But um, the other three there, they're pretty busted up. But not life-threatening, but um, yeah, a lot of broken bones and a lot of a lot of things that they they're going to have to um, overcome to to be able to get back to it. So I just felt that if I could do a little bit and just um, ease the pain pain of some some of the medical expenses and things like that, the equipment if they need it and whatnot. Um, if I could use my profile to to raise even a little bit of money for them, um, I'd be I'm more than happy to do so. Is there a GoFundMe froggy? Yeah, Tassie Young Guns uh, recovery is what I've, what we've set it up under. Yep. So yep. I think we've uh, I think we've got oh, just on twelve thousand dollars in there at the moment. So any donations, big or small, are greatly appreciated, and it'll uh, it'll help them get back to um, get back to the track uh, hopefully quicker than longer. Yeah, well, good on you, Tassie Young Guns recovery on GoFundMe. What's the story with Ben Yol? I know he's a mate of yours, and, I, and I'm so fascinated. It reminds me of the Gigi's operation as well down there, and there's the, the one up in Queensland with, the, with a huge uh, sort of one-out enterprise. And uh, without Ben Yol and his runners, I don't know what the state of harness racing would be. Uh, how did he get so big, and how does he manage it? Yeah, look, he's originally from Victoria. Obviously, they, they all are, and... They've been in Tassie quite a while now, but it's a it's a it's a family operated business. Um, there, there's Benny, the, the the main man, and you've got Timmy Yole. Um, he, he's 
brother that um, sort of runs runs the ship alongside him. You got Mark that drives him, who's the leading driver over there, and um, yeah, it's just a, a great family family business that um, is big in numbers. And to be honest, my opinion, I think if if they weren't there, Tassie Trust would probably be really struggling. Like after that accident the other day, he, he only sort of nominated half the horses that he normally does, and they were seven and eight horse fields. So he, he clearly makes up the numbers. Um, and yes, uh, obviously they, they put in a lot of hard work and a lot of money into the industry. So yeah, they get, they deserve all the luck they get. Well, that's the risk, isn't it, for for harness racing in Tasmania? Is that if the Yoles, for whatever reason, are no longer there, like if they decide to walk away or something, it, it it's a it's a very delicate balance left behind. So it's an interesting situation. There's no doubt about that. Hey, Froggy, were you? Um, it, it all played out okay in the end, but. The issue at sale the other day, this is off the back of losing the Cranbourne meeting and there was a bit of sand fill where there was drainage pipes underneath, I think, at sale, but eventually the meeting went ahead. But the issue of, you know, um, alerts to people about when when a track might be in jeopardy and, and are we losing too many and why? Uh, do we need track walkers again? What's, have you got any view? Because you're usually at these meetings and we, we have lost a few or a few have been hanging in the balance in recent times. I think the worst thing Racing Victoria ever done was get rid of our track walkers. Um, I think they, there was only a couple that they employed, but we never had an issue while they were here. So uh, there's clearly been a few incidents lately. Um, and I, I was at sale the other day. and um, Yeah, like the, tra- the track itself was, was in great nick, but um, obviously it's, it's been well documented. It's, it's had its renovations and... The drains that went from the inside of the track right to the outside of the track was every two metres, and the little uh, the little sticks that we used to walk the track they were going in probably three or four centimetres um, on the on the actual track. But when you hit the drain, it went down probably ten or twelve. It was it was clearly softer. Um, and I actually asked the question: Was there a horse gallop over at the morning of the race? And there was no horse galloped over at the morning of the race. They had four horses gallop over it on the Tuesday. Um, but in between, they, they'd got rain and it was clearly softer. And I was actually counting my lucky stars. I wasn't in the first because, I, to be honest, I wouldn't have been entirely comfortable to ride mm. on it. But mm. I was lucky enough to be in the second. So they um, they did a vote and the, the guys went out in the first. And to be fair, the race, race track raced unbelievably well. Um, but it was just, just that, obviously, we're the ones out there, down neck on the line. It, it was just an un, uneasing thing in the back of your mind, um, which we shouldn't have to deal with. But, um, yeah, luckily they, they pushed through and we got the meeting over and done with and the track race terrific. Yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, not a lucky escape, but it was another highlighted issue, no doubt about that. Are you, uh, only two at Kilmore today? Yeah, I had four, had uh, two really good rides and... 7.30 this morning when I'm going through the scratchings they're both rubbed out so um, I've left with two and we'll need a, we'll need a fair bit of luck today but um, do, you nearly, yeah. do you nearly pull a sickie when that happens? Oh, you feel like it but then, <laughs> uh, then you've got to go through getting a medical and uh, getting a clearance and it's more more of a pain, more of a nuisance than um, driving two hours down the road to, uh, to ride, ride the pair but um it's what it's what we do. So I'm just uh, just not far from Kilmore now, and yeah, it won't be won't be far away. 
How are the kids going? How's school going? Yeah, the kids are good. Um, they're all back at school, so there's, uh, there's a fair bit of peace and quiet at home for a few hours during the day now, which is good. And yeah, they're, they're going really good at school. Hey, um, Dennis Stewart's my next guest, the champion harness trainer. Do you do you have a squeeze when there's something special going on on the trots? Have you seen this horse, Captain Ravishing? He's superstar, isn't he? He's... Um, <laughs> I actually went to Melton the other day just to, to have a look at him. Uh, I've seen did him you really? You went to the you went to the you wouldn't yeah. normally go, but you did. No, I, I've been a couple of times. I went to that meeting last year and um, and uh, saw Lock and Bar Art, who he actually won the other night in um, in America. But yeah, I, I love it. I don't mind the trots, and especially when these good horses are around. But I mean, I, I've been following the trots for for quite a while now, and. He looks, uh, yeah, he looks like he's on another level. That all. You'd love to sit behind him for a couple of laps, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I've done it. I've done it a couple of times. I actually, thought about getting my license back when I was living back home, but um, I thought the uh, fifty dollars a drive probably wasn't enough to, to warrant getting it. But um, not for the royal yeah, Ascot, had, uh, hero. No, no way. I've, I've, sat, I've sat, sat behind a couple in the Sulky. Uh, me, me and Mark Yell actually, we um, we won a double seated Sulky race at Carrick one day. So. <laughs> There you I can, go. Uh, I, can claim, I can claim I've driven a winner. See, you learn something about Froggy every day. Uh, hey, good on you, Froggy. Good luck today. Um, you you never know. Is if there's if they're both about the same odds, races two and seven. Uh, anything at all, or just go, just um, hoping for the best today. Hoping for the best. If I if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Reese Archer's in race seven. It's a terrible race. It's short a good barrier, and it's probably probably not. Uh, not a bad each way, I hope. That's good enough for me. I'll have something on it. Good on you, Froggy. Ride well. Thanks, guys.